Uh, Let's pray as we spend some time in God's Word this Christmas morning. Father God, it's so great that in our chaotic world that we can still gather to celebrate the birth of your son, Jesus, and the hope that it brings us uh, to, to all of mankind. Lord, we pray that you'd speak to us powerfully today, remind us of who Jesus is and why he came into this world. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, in uh, 1991... Uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, arrived at the Royal Windsor Horse Show. It was a show that's run by the royal family. And as she was walking in, uh, the security guard stopped her. The the security guard didn't let her in, didn't recognise her because she didn't have a ticket. You see, this guard thought the Queen uh, was just some lost old lady. I'm sure it was an innocent mistake. But this guy, he didn't recognize the queen. He didn't recognize royalty or greatness. Well, as we come to the Christmas day, we can make the same mistake too, I think, to not recognize royalty and greatness. We celebrate Jesus, uh, Christmas baby Jesus. We go to church, we hear the message, then we go home, we get the gifts, the food, family time and relaxing, and we can make an even bigger mistake than the security guard in 1991. We don't recognize greatness, royalty. We forget to see who Jesus is, who we rejoice being born this day. Because the heart of Christmas, you see, is all about recognizing greatness, that God became man in Jesus, born as a baby, born to be our saviour, born to lead us to God as we've sung and heard about this morning so far. Uh, The great preacher Charles Spurgeon speaks of this by saying, marvellous condescension, that God should be a man and have a genealogy, even he who was in the beginning with God and thought it not robbery to be equal to God. Marvellous condescension. And this Christmas morning, we recognise greatness, and we're going to do this by spending a few moments in Colossians 1, this rich passage that Spence read out this morning, that outlines to us the greatness, the gloriousness, the majesty, the awesomeness of Jesus, the one that we rejoice being born at Christmas. And we're going to quickly see six great things to recognise about Jesus And the first great thing this morning to recognise about Jesus this Christmas is that he is God made visible. You've seen the nativity scenes around, plays, videos, pictures, baby Jesus. And we need to see these and we need to keep in mind the enormity of who Jesus is because here's how Paul begins to describe in verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God. People ask today and through the ages, where can God be seen? People forget who Jesus really is. And Paul, he answers both of these here. He says God can be seen in Jesus. God's nature, character, attributes, it's all made known in Jesus. He's God made visible. The Jesus being born, being celebrated this Christmas day, he's 
God made visible to us. C.S. Lewis says, Once in our world, a stable has something in it that was bigger than our whole world. Paul keeps going in verse 15. He is the firstborn of all creation. The second great thing to recognise about Jesus is that he's supreme over all creation. He's the firstborn, not literally the firstborn, but the word firstborn, it's talking about status, priority, importance. Jesus is the firstborn in the sense that he stands out and he's over all creation. He rules it, he owns it, he's the founder of it all. He's supreme over all creation. In fact, that's what the next bit in this passage keeps going on to. Verse 16, For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. Some of you know my favourite basketball player, Stephen Curry. His nickname is the baby-faced assassin. Well, at Christmas time, Jesus, he's the baby-faced ruler. He's really supreme over all creation. In heaven, on earth, visible, invisible, thrones, dominions, rulers, authorities, all things through him and for him. He's emphasising all creation, not some, not most, but all. So when you look at those nativity scenes today, you can see Jesus, the baby-faced ruler. He's supreme over all creation. Third great thing to recognise about Jesus is from verse 17. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. You see, Jesus holds the universe together. He's the sustainer of all creation. He's the reason this whole place stays in order. From the laws of physics to things that are way above our pay grade to know and understand. J.I. Packer says about this, The Almighty appeared on earth as a helpless human baby, needing to be fed and changed and taught to talk like any other child. The more you think about it, the more staggering it gets. Nothing in fiction is so fantastic as this truth of the incarnation, God with us. Just think about it. He is the one who is God made visible. He's the one that's supreme over all creation, the one who holds the universe together. He's the one who appeared in our world as a baby, growing up, dying on that cross to save people from their sins. Matthew 1, verse 21. Let's be reminded this morning that the newborn Jesus we celebrate at Christmas, he holds the whole universe together. Well, we've just passed halfway and being reminded, hearing these truths about Jesus should bring us all to rejoice all the more in the birth of the newborn King this Christmas. And the fourth great thing to recognise about Jesus is that he's the head of God's church. Verse 18, he's the head of the body, the church. Jesus, you see, he's the head of the universal church, all of God's people, including the Colossian church here and even us, Hertford Street Baptists today. Not only does all creation depend on him, 
but the church specifically, God's people, we depend on Jesus as our leader and our ruler in a more special and intimate way. Which leads to the fifth great thing to recognize about Jesus this Christmas. Verse 18. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. Jesus, he is the head of the church because he's actually, he's really supreme over all the new creation. He's supreme over new life and eternal life and life forever. You see, this baby Jesus we celebrate at Christmas, he lived the perfect life. He died on that cross for our sins in our place. He rose again, victorious over death as we saw in the video. He's the firstborn of the dead, the beginning of new life, eternal life. That means he's the preeminent one. He's the supreme one. He's the great one. You see, Jesus is supreme over new life and the new creation. That's why we sing joy to the world. That's why we rejoice and celebrate at Jesus this Christmas. He's Lord over the new and the everlasting life. Jesus, he gives us real hope. And we need to recognize the greatness of Jesus this Christmas. And finally, sixthly, the central part of great things about Jesus. Because you see, Jesus, he's not just great in his being, in his nature and character. He's also great in what he's done for us. You see, Jesus makes peace between God and man by the cross. Verse 19. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile all things to to himself, all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Remember, all things were created uh, through Jesus, but after the fall, Genesis 3, all things were tainted by sin. Humanity, we wrong God, and we still sin and reject God today. But now, in Jesus, he's reconciled us to God. He makes peace between us and God. He paves the way for sinful people like us to have a right relationship with God. You see, the reason that we can gather here freely to worship God and rejoice as his people is only because Jesus has made peace. He's made peace as he came to this earth. He shed his blood for us as he died for our sins in our place. And if you're not a believer this morning, this is the great news of Christmas. Jesus came to this earth to make peace between you and God. Just as promised in Matthew 1, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. C.S. Lewis speaks again of this, the Son of God became man to enable men to become sons of God. Well, this Christmas day as we finish off, don't be fooled by cute baby Jesus. He's God made visible. He's supreme over all creation. He holds the universe together. He's the head of God's church. 
He's supreme over new life, resurrection life. And he makes peace between God and man by the cross. And I think this leaves us with two ways to to respond this Christmas morning. First is to recognize the greatness of Jesus this Christmas. Don't be fooled by the cute baby Jesus. He is great. He's supreme. He's our Lord and Savior. And second, rejoice. Rejoice in the greatness of Jesus this Christmas. Marvel, worship, adore, celebrate, rejoice in Christmas. To repeat Spurgeon's quote as we finish, marvelous condescension that God should be a man and have a genealogy, even he who was in the beginning with God and thought it not robbery to be equal to God. Marvelous condescension. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, help us to recognize the greatness of Jesus this Christmas day, that you would send your son in all his majesty and awesomeness into our world, that he would make peace, reconciling humanity to you as he died on the cross in our place. Father God, we rejoice in Christ and his greatness this Christmas, and we thank you for the gift of your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.